Lord, we thank you for your great love for us. Thank you for creating this great and wonderful world that we live in. Thank you that you sent Jesus to save us. Help us to live as saved people, to reflect your life and your love and your truth to others. Lord, we ask your blessing on this chapel. Bless Mrs. Pinkova as she teaches us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. What's wrong? (laughs) Something is seriously wrong with the world. Just think about the things that we deal with in our world. Mr. Melkor mentioned abortion. Every day you turn on the news and you hear about gun violence, terrorism, people who live their lives motivated by greed, lying, cheating, stealing, jealousy, suffering, disease, war, war and rumors of war. This is not God's plan for the world. It's not the way that God made the world. Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then at the end of that chapter in 131, God saw all that he made, and it was very good. So when God created the world, it was good. There were no problems. So what happened? You all know the story. The first man and woman decided to disobey God. And they were kicked out of the Garden of Eden. And that sin... That first sin against God, going our own way instead of God's way, was passed down to all humankind. We're all born with it. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And from the time that sin entered the world, everything started to go bad, like a rotten apple. I know, it's pretty disgusting. Or, you know, an accumulation of trash and war, killing one another. Ladies and gentlemen, We have a big problem. And a big problem needs a big solution. 
Fortunately, God has the solution. He says, I can fix this. You messed it up, but I can fix it. He's got a plan. God has a plan for your life. And it's not just good, it's wonderful. So, what's God's plan? Well, in general, he wants you to love him. Love God, love your neighbor. It's as simple as that. Love God. Love your neighbor. Did you ever notice that um, that symbolism, the vertical and the horizontal? What do you see? The cross of Christ, yes. But not only does God have this general plan for you to love him and love everybody else, just, you know, if everyone lived by that, we would have a much different world. He has a personal plan for you. He cares about you going to high school, maybe even college, having a career, how you can serve him, have a family and a future. God loves you so much that he wants the best for you. And he says, just look to me and I'll lead you. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a future and a hope. Many people have um, looked to God in the past as one who sets rules. And when you look at the Ten Commandments, you see thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. But really... What God has is life, goodness, righteousness, holiness, blessing, abundance, prosperity. That is the truth. God, as you follow him, he will pour out these things upon you. So... Unfortunately, we have been separated from God and his plan through our sin. So just curious, how many of you have ever had the opportunity to visit the Grand Canyon? Oh, look at that. You are very blessed. And as you can see, there were very few of you in the room who actually have ever seen it. I have never seen it, but I've heard it's just awe-inspiring. 
so deep, so wide. It's just like, I was thinking about, um, you know, settlers going out in their wagon train and, you know, coming to this point. What would they think? What could they do? There was, you know, no way to go down that steep cliff and back up. It's just, I don't know, crazy. Well, the gap between us and eternity with the Lord is much greater than the Grand Canyon. It's one that we cannot cross by ourselves. And if we tried, it would end in disaster. But there's good news. God made a way through the death of his son on the cross and his resurrection. Jesus makes a bridge. I heard somebody over here said, it's a bridge. Um, yes, Jesus made a bridge so that we can be reunited with God. And we are so happy. <laughs> so I think we all want to be there so how to get there how do we cross that bridge to God well it's it's almost too easy because all you have to do is accept what Jesus has already done. God said he could fix it, and he did. Accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior. So they, we say that all the time. So what does that mean? Well, as Lord, it's to let Jesus be in charge and do whatever he says, following his commands. His number one command was to love God and love each other. And secondly, as Savior, Accept his gift of forgiveness and salvation with gratitude. It's just saying, yeah, Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again for me. For everyone in the world, but, it's, but I'm accepting you for me. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross so that I could be reconciled with God the Father. Thank you for being my Savior and Lord. 
Help me to follow you all my days. Lord, I pray that each of us could be a beacon of your light. That we would reflect you in everything that we do. Help us to grow more and more like you each day. Amen.